and boom goes the dynamite. It's Tuesday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Boom. I'm James McDaniel. My co-host, as always, is Kevin Ely. Kevin, how's your week been? It's good. I'm a little a little fatigued today. Me and you both, even though this is my Sunday, I've had two days in a row off. Um, I'm, of course, fatigued as well because I just watched three straight hours of AEW, and it took a lot out of me, man. Gen- <laughs> Like, I remember the good old days when AEW was the thing that energized me midweek. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. after a couple days at work, it would kind of power me through the weekend. This was not one of those weeks. Um, I started watching. I started watching on Wednesday, and I couldn't stay awake. And I attempted to do it all before the show, and uh was not an easy task. I had, I had a similar experience. I was Wednesday night. Uh, wasn't able to watch it. And the same thing The Wednesday night is usually my, I really like it on Wednesday night. Cause it's kind of yeah. a pump day thing, get through half a week of work and uh, you know, just enjoy that for the night. Family knows that's, that's when dad watches his stories. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I wasn't able to, and I didn't catch up. I started to watch it. F- I think I watched rampage. I watched half a rampage Friday didn't catch up with dynamite until later. Mm-hmm. Um, still listen to the recap show. Paul and Jeff do the recap show on Thursday. So it was weird. I'd listen to the recap show before I actually watched it. <laughs> before you saw it. So then after I watched it, I was already like prejudging everything and everything. So it was real. I was, yeah, it was just real kind of just out of sorts this week when it came to watching. I was in a similar situation because while I didn't listen to the dynamite show, cause I didn't want to get spoiled. Mm-hmm. I was I was I was trying to avoid spoilers, but I wasn't staying off social media because I'm social media director at right. Reels. Like I can't stay can't. off social media, so I'm seeing lots of stuff all week. One person who I really whose opinion I really respect said that at some point during Dynamite, worst hour of wrestling they'd ever seen. What so I was. I was expecting a really bad show. Yeah. And I didn't get a really bad show. No. I got kind of a meh show. Yeah, it was kind of and meh. And yeah, that's that's what it was. There were a couple tiny little baby high points during the show, but largely it just wasn't a great show and everyone was treating it like the world was ending. So both I was both disappointed that it wasn't a great show. But also really disappointed with everybody's takes on it. <laughs> it wasn't that were, bad. <laughs> I was really, I was disappointed yeah. with everyone and everything. Yeah. Revo- like revolving around AEW this week. But first of all, before we even get into these shows, mm-hmm. it's the three year anniversary. Yeah. What are coming up? What What do we have scheduled? They've got a bunch. They've got the whole show announced pretty much. They've right. Got, which is exciting. Yeah. They've got eight. And then they've also announced uh, eight matches, or not matches, but eight segments, mm-hmm. or or you know eight things. And then With extra um, time, the extra time, an announced fifteen minute overrun, and who knows what that's because I can't. I was looking at the lineup for this week, and I couldn't think like what on this show would you put at the end that would be an overrun like that. So they have Rush versus Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. Danielson and Garcia against Jericho and Guevara, which that'll be a right. cool match. But like, you know, I don't know. That might be the main event because Jericho has basically been the main event lately. 
Right. MJF versus Wheeler Yuta. I could see that being the end, but I don't know why that would be an overrun. Tony Storm, Athena, Willow Nightingale, Jamie Hayter versus Jamie Hayter, Serena Deeb, and Penelope Ford. That, that ain't going to be it. No. Uh, maybe National Scissoring Day. Do they think the National Scissoring Day is going to be such a big deal that it needs to be the overrun? I don't know. I really need to look this up to see if Reels needs to do anything for yeah. National Scissoring, <laughs> National day, to scissoring make, day to make sure this be is careful. official. Or is be- it National Scissors Day? I'm mm. really interested in finding this out. Yeah. Be careful what you search for because you might. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Luchasaurus in action gets somebody. Against uh, the- yeah. Mm-hmm. Darby Allen against Jay Lethal, like straight up rampage match. And uh, Brian Cage versus Wardlow was just announced today uh, for the TNT title. And that might be fun. There's but like, only- what, which of that would be like, oh my gosh, that's going to be the overrun, you know? There's only one thing I can really think of. There's only one thing. And let's hope to God what I'm about to press on my phone here works. Mm hmm. Let's see. His name is John Cena. <laughs> Tonight, it's the night. That's right. That's the only thing. That's the only reason you run over for 15 <laughs> minutes. John Cena. Mox uh, has been calling him out for months now. Yep. Just literally just, months. Just no. Just just kill that our hardcore AEW on it's dead on the three anniversary. Just yeah, just just yeah. I know. I I know. I, I literally know right now, after joking right there, yeah. I know what the overrun is. What? It's the return of the elite on the three-year anniversary. You think so? That, they have some to come back. throwing that out. I think that's, the, that's what it has to be. Mm-hmm. That's all they've got. They've got nothing else because they're not pushing Jamie Hayter. And according no. to what I saw on Wednesday, well, today, but w- what they aired on Wednesday She's the only one in the company hot enough to, to, to right. justify 15 <laughs> more right. minutes. She's That's it. Right. She's yeah. got a bigger pop than Soraya. Yeah. They've got. Who they, they were dead for. Oh, my but, gosh. sorry. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. They're, they did one th- two people they have not announced the world champion John Moxley and his Is number he? one container, Hangman Page. No, my container. Contender. Number one container. His number one container. That's right. Uh, Hangman Page. Not advertised Wait. for the show. Hold on. Hold on. I, I just watched three hours of, of, of AEW. Yeah. Chris Jericho is the world champion. Everyone that's, knows that's this. true. That's that's true. I mean, it's clear. Yeah, he is. He is. He opened the Even, show. He closed the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, again, more things we'll come back to. What was your point there? I totally distracted myself completely. I am my, so sorry. My point is that they they're well, pretty much what you were talking about is like they're mm-hmm. they have a world champion that they're not making not a even deal mentioning. Of. Yeah. Not even remotely. I and mean I they'll probably do like a thirty second promo or something like that, but I've got a great know. idea for future matches hmm. involving the world champion. How about you tell people who his opponent is? Oh, he's beat John Moxley twice in the last three years. <laughs> Show us a clip then. If you can get Juice Robinson, I bet yeah. you you can get some clips. They could just show a QR code for a couple of weeks. Anything and take you to clips of Juice Robinson, and I guarantee you that would, more fans. It works for SmackDown. Yeah. Fans could have picked out a QR code out of a lineup. They couldn't have picked out Juice Robinson. No, there were three t- people in that arena that knew who he was. And only three one people. of them cared. That's exactly right. 
Yeah. Poor oh juice. my God. I feel bad for Juice. Now look, I don't love Juice as much as everybody else in in fight game media group loves Juice, but I like Juice. I was looking forward to this match, but let me tell you, it doesn't matter if you're looking forward to it. A dead crowd kills the match. Yeah. Almost 100% of the time, a dead crowd kills it. Mm -hmm. And this crowd was deader than dead. Yeah. Deader than Luigi Primo at the end of Chris Jericho's set. (laughs) That poor man. By the way, by the way, before we Mm -hmm. move on, you need to know, my DVR, for some reason, decided to start four minutes into AEW. Hmm. So I started out with a dead Luigi Primo. Oh, you didn't get to see him. No. The moment no. where he told the moment where he told uh, the Philadelphia crowd that they were getting the best of pizza from New York, <laughs> and they they hated that. And then oh. you did miss some good Matt Menard action. I'm so sad. Where he where he where he told them no pizza. Oh my no god, no pizza for the Philadelphia crowd, and they started chanting, "We want pizza." I mean, that was and it was it was fun. The chant for pizza. There was pizza there. That explains yeah. Daniel Garcia just throwing a pizza. Um, yep. Yeah. Again, we'll get to this. Yeah. Do you want to talk about this right now? Do we need to talk about this right now? What else do we have? <sighs> you sure. know what? First, let's talk about this crowd was dead yeah. and ticket sales are dead. Yeah. And, but I don't think those two things are that closely connected. I just think this was a weird crowd and I, and I don't know why. I think the ticket sale thing, which I think you're about to give us some good statistics on. Mm-hmm. I think it's two reasons. Number one, prices have gone way up to. I think that's a big one. Traditional market value because mm-hmm. they were very cheap. They the were first very couple cheap. Of years. I, it was like th- it was like three bucks. It was like three bucks. You got front row, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But also, this has been a big topic of conversation this week in the Fight Game Media uh, Facebook group. They run Chicago every week. Right. I don't think they've left Chicago in six months. They run like four cities to death where they've been to New Orleans once in three years. They've been to the West Coast, I believe, once in three years. Mm -hmm. Where the young bucks are from. Right. It's ridiculous. There are all these markets hungry for wrestling. They and they keep going back to the same markets until they are dead, until the people have no more money, until these people have taken out second mortgages to afford these tickets. They're only selling like three show packages. They they are killing these poor people. Like Tony yeah. Khan is squeezing them for everything they've got. And it's gotta stop. Yeah, I don't get it. I this might be the sole cause of inflation at this moment. <laughs> Biden. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you know, yeah. And Tony Khan and Tony Khan. Yeah. Those Tony two Khan. people. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, yeah, I have the same thought because we were talking about um, it's believed that winter is coming is going to be in uh, Dallas again, like it mm-hmm. was last year in late December. Yeah. And so I had a couple of buddies, one of them, uh, my buddy Jimmy went with me down last year. Another one was thinking, he's like, hey, we should plan a trip. If we go down, you know, if they if they come back to Dallas in December, we'll plan a trip and go. And the number one thing everyone was like, oh, but the tickets were like really affordable last time. Are they going to be more now? And I was yeah. thinking the same thing. Like I've been twice in the last year to Dallas 
to go see it. And it's a pretty easy trip. It's a three hour drive for me. It's like the tickets were really good seats for like less than $70. Yeah. Legitimately, you could get in the door for $22. Yeah. Easy. That was the yeah. price. And in the, in the, in the venue has great sight lines and stuff. So even with not great seats, you still get a good, a good show. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like kind of cringing being like, how much is the tickets going to be now? You know? So a, I think that's part of it is, is people have been like, well, I've been twice. Do I really need mm-hmm. to go a third time for more, yeah. you know, expensive if the people who got me into the show aren't there in the first place? No, exactly. And so you're missing a lot of big stars. And, and yes, the prices did need to go up eventually. Yeah. But I'm thinking, number one, this isn't the right time. Mm-hmm. And number two, it should be a gradual increase. Don't just jump from really cheap to exactly what WWE is charging. And it still might not be exact. I don't know. It should be a gradual process. I'll do um, a little search while you're talking yeah. about this. And so, again, the economy's terrible right now. Inflation is rampant. Everyone's like ev- everything, gas, food, everything costs more. So there's less disposable income. And and you jack up prices when you don't have CM Punk, you don't have Kenny Omega, you don't have the Young Bucks, and that and the thing is those those people are the main draws for two completely different segments of the audience. Yeah. For the segments for for the people that were lovers of indie wrestling, they're here for Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, and for your more traditional lately wrestling fans. The, the people that might have come back over might have have gotten might have been done with WWE a few years ago. They're yeah. here for CM Punk and 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 Brian Danielson and and without Punk, without Kenny, without the Young Bucks, it loses a lot of luster. Yep. Also without FTR because they haven't wrestled oh, the tag even. team match since May, right? Or since April? I think April I think was the last one. May okay. May's last time they've done a two on two tag match. Yeah, we're going to talk and they more about that later yeah. in the show. And they haven't been on TV in a month I mean, at wrestling at all. Yeah, they were on getting um, getting dragged by the ass boys, the top puns. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, you can still get tickets this Wednesday for pretty cheap. You can get in for 25 bucks. That's not bad. All right. Maybe maybe they've learned their lesson and they're lowering them again. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I've heard a lot from people in the group that have gone recently mm-hmm. and, um, and I'm assuming most of the people, if you're in the fight game media group, you're probably not okay with the nosebleeds. You probably yeah. want to sit a little closer and I'm sure those prices have gone up more than just more than the nosebleeds, which you always want to keep at a pretty, pretty decent price. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think you need to make it pretty accessible for families and yeah, people to bring their kids and stuff, even if they're not going to be that close. Yeah. So before we get into the rest of the show, um, want to talk about a couple notes, including one a big one from last week. We were talking about um, Buddy Murphy and Malachi Black being gone. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan somehow saw our notes in advance, hacked your Google Docs, yeah, and decided to announce basically during our recording last week. <laughs> They're I'll not show gone. those. I'll yeah. show those pesky boom hosts. Exactly. Well, we've been humbled yet again by Tony Khan. That's right. He broke our backs, <laughs> made us humble. Um, so yeah, while no they releases. may not be active, they're not being released. Um, which I think, it, again, I've hated when when Vince McMahon has held people hostage. 
And um, I don't. I think this is a little different because one of the things was we know what the release was going to look like because there was talk of the release that was a conditional release, mm-hmm. which is I'm making the assumption Malachi Black could be released and go anywhere he wanted other than WWE, which is not holding someone hostage. They could go to New Japan, Impact, wherever, lots of different places. They could make good money. But it sounds like he might not have wanted that. And right now, we, one thing we talked about last week was it felt like they were trying to stay on good terms with Malachi Black. And apparently mm-hmm. they did. And and the release hasn't happened. He's taken, I'm assuming, as much time as he needs away before he wants to come back. And when he comes back, he's welcome to come back to AEW. And apparently Buddy Murphy's a similar deal. We don't know exactly what it is, but he's not being released. Yeah. And I've gone back and forth on it because... I really do see it both sides. I mean, I really do like sympathize with, you know, um, no one should be stuck anywhere that don't want to work. No. And I'm always going to side with, you know, a contractor over a, a, a billionaire <laughs> basically. Um, but at the same time you sign a contract and that's, there's a point to that, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, um, I think if they, like Jeff has said on the dynamite show on the Patreon, if, um, you know, if you're an independent contractor who negotiates a contract, you should probably get really good at negotiating contracts and not yeah. and not, you know, and, and and demand certain provisions that give you outs at certain points or, you know, a 90 day window or a six month window or, you know, something you to know, be able to opt out at certain points. Because otherwise you're just I mean, if you sign a five year contract, you're you're saying I'm going to stay with you for five years, you know. And I don't think AEW is like twisting arms to sign the five-year deal. I think that's generally a thing where it's like, hey, we really want you. We want you for five years because we know there have been lots of three-year deals. Right. Um, Right. Signed a really long deal, and that's, you know. But again, I like the idea of letting people go. Mm -hmm. But I don't like the idea of as soon as Triple H calls some people, he just gets them. Yeah, he couldn't couldn't let anybody go right now, even if he was – I think even let's just say Malachi Black was the only one to, to ask for a release. I bet he would have yeah. gotten it. Yeah. Um, you know, but at that point in time, it's very clear that WWE is heating up. It's very mm-hmm. clear that the fan base and really the media narrative is that there's new life being breathed into WWE with mm-hmm. Triple H and that people are going to be returning. We've already seen some people return. Uh, We've, they're getting great ratings by hinting that people are returning. Mm-hmm. So it would just be stupid business just to let half a dozen yeah. people go. And and we've seen that a lot of people are trying to go. Bobby Fish wanted to go. Yeah. And when his contract ran out, he 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 left and they did offer him a new contract. He didn't want it. Right. He wanted the rest of his crew to go with him. They didn't want to go with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do know, and especially with this following up a the WWE trying to contract tamper with so many guys that that their head, head of legal had to send out letters to WWE about this. Right. That's yeah. That's not when you can just say, okay, go feel free to go to WWE period. Right. Right. I like the idea again of the conditional release because that gives someone options. They're right. not trapped. If, really, if it's really that you don't want to be here, you don't have yep. to be here. Yeah. But if you're and just le- leaving so you can go to the competitor who's trying to run us out of business, yep. that's not going to happen. Malachi Black could get really good money from New Japan, and I think New Japan would love to have him. That's a really good option. 
we both we've both seen lots of people be released by AEW and go to Impact. And they could get a really good deal there, I'm sure too. They pay top guys pretty good money, um, so he's he's not stuck. You know, if if it if he was given that conditional release, he wouldn't have been stuck with nowhere to wrestle. Um, just not the number one competitor. Yep. So hope we see them back soon. I hope I hope on Tony's side mm-hmm. that he. Um, really is taking it seriously though that there are there were at least some people who were thinking the grass is green on the other side and not that he should appease them so much as he really needs to think if i'm going to keep this talent i've got to figure out how to make talent feel like they're being used well yeah and that goes across the board from everybody who tried to leave to your ftrs who were just patiently being saints in my opinion <laughs> i, I want to know and how and how patient they are considering how valuable they should be they're the most valuable tag team in AEW, with the possible exception of the young bucks mm-hmm. and and they're not been used at all and this and now they're either starting to make it a storyline or it was a storyline i don't know which it is mm-hmm. because you know what before we talk about FTR, let's talk about Brian Cage. Yeah. Brian Cage got re-signed. Right. And he has wrestled on television. One, he wrestled on the ROH pay-per-view. On the ROH pay-per-view. A he was ROH in a battle pay-per-view. royal. He was, in a, he was in one battle royal where he wasn't even, didn't even get his name announced. And I believe he's been on Dark. This, right. I think he's on Elevation this today, yeah. this right. week. That's it. And they've paid this man... For a year, yeah. which has to be hundreds of thousands of dollars for him mm-hmm. to make the jump. Because um, I know Impact would love to have him. He's actually wrestling on Impact this week, I believe. Um, So why is Tony Khan willing to put that kind of money into that guy and not use him at all? And he's doing the same thing now with FTR. Now, he's been playing up Dax Harwood as a big deal in singles matches. Right. And they're again, they're wrestling in Japan. They're calling out Tony Khan, which I think is made to look like it's a shoot, but it's probably a work because it's now something that's being talked about on AEW TV two mm-hmm. weeks in a row or two out of three weeks. Mm-hmm. I'd just love to know what it is. I I mean, maybe, but they have maybe the having the New Japan titles, the AAA titles might limit what Tony can do with them, possibly. I mean, I'm reaching here. Yeah, I'm but stretching. I don't get that either because but, they're like they're literally not, making yeah. the ROH champion the main event yeah. of the show. Yeah, but they're ignoring the ROH tag champs. Like, yeah. I could see an argument to say, yeah, we're not going to put them in the World Tag Title Program because they're champions on their own and they're going to have their own division of story of challengers. So you know, great. Why aren't they defending those titles every week? Yeah, what makes more sense than that is maybe Tony Khan realizes he has too good a tag team division and he wants a challenge, so he tries to handcuff himself by just putting people it's on the sidelines for six too months at a time. Yeah, exactly. It's too easy. Exactly. He can only have two decent tag teams competing at any given time. Right. Right now, it's the acclaimed and uh, Keith yeah. Lee and Swerve, and that's, that's all. Right. That's it. That's uh, other than that's that, right. it's going to be random private party matches. Uh, the Butcher and the Blade are going to return to AEW TV every six weeks and be, then not be seen since. Yep. And then we've got this new 
tag team Black and Decker, whatever their, their names is. I don't even remember. Just leaving love <laughs> notes for Hook. Who are you talking about? I don't even know. I don't even know their names at this point. <laughs> Parker Boudreaux is one of them, though. And they're leaving oh, no, right. love notes for Hook. Yeah, the belly washers. The belly, the, exactly, the belly washers. That's what my grandfather used to call uh, sodas. My dad used to call big sodas gully washers. Okay, that's probably Mississippi, Louisiana thing. Absolutely. Just a slight difference, yeah. yeah. That's two branches of the same tree right there. Yep. Okay, so we just went off on a tiny bit of a rant. <laughs> Hopefully right. we find out what's happening with FDR soon, considering yeah. they're the world champions of three different companies. Well, apparently they had a heck of a match this weekend in London uh, against Aussie Open that many people oh, yeah. are saying is as good as the Briscoes match. Let's go ahead and say that one should have been on Dynamite, yeah. along with our actual should have been on Dynamite right. we're going to have at the end of the show. Yeah, if they don't at you least know, have a mention of that. Let's. What and the, by mention, I don't mean Excalibur just saying, well, they've defended the titles in London in an awesome match. Like, let's see a highlight package. We're not we're not ever seeing a highlight package that match no. ever. Maybe um, that's the high. Maybe that's the overrun. So it's two weeks in a row. Update. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. We've had the ass boys. Now the top guns. Yes. Talking, saying FTR are the number one contenders. Yep. And now. I believe they said these guys haven't, like, did they say they haven't defended, they haven't wrestled since May as a tag team? Did they say that? I don't remember if they specifically said that. I don't think they specifically said it, but they alluded to it, to something about that, which just tells you that just buries the AW rankings slash ratings slash whatever power ratings, coaches poll, whatever they have now. Yeah. Whatever well, they don't become. have. They haven't done it since. Uh, I think it's yeah. been six weeks. They've so. been the number one contenders. Yeah. Eight May, June, July, August, September, yeah. October. Right. Six months now. Just entering that sixth month. Yep. And they haven't wrestled a single match, which mm-hmm. shows you the ratings, the power rankings, the coaches' polls are garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which isn't a smart move to tell everybody, hey, hey, bruh, <laughs> our rankings are garbage. <laughs> which is Man. what they're saying yeah we're just haters this week i feel oh yeah super I, listen my heart is always it's always filled with spite super petty which comes from being born in louisiana yeah the pettiness is 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 natural it comes from the it comes from the from the mud it comes from the swamp from the mud, our right. bones and our yeah. blood and uh i'm glad it can finally come out tonight I didn't even As realize didn't I was this mad about week. it. Yeah, I didn't realize I was this mad about it until I started talking about it. Like yeah. I realize a lot of a lot of feelings emerge when we talk here, Kevin. A lot of feelings. That's true. That's true. Um, like this is our this is yeah, this is this is everyone's weekly therapy session. All right. So if you're liking your weekly therapy session and you've got five dollars sitting around your house, if it's just like under a pillow or on the floor, and you just keep kicking those five dollar bills out of the way. We wouldn't mind having that $5. Patreon.com slash Fight Game Media. For just $5 a month, you can become a patron of Fight Game Media Group. You get extra shows, extended versions of shows, everything you want to know about Japanese pro wrestling. And in fact, I think our last few new uh, patron members mm-hmm. completely here for the Yoshi for the Yoshi show. Yeah. Like only for that. I don't think they've heard of us. They know we exist. They just think Paul Fontaine is some dude who was in uh, who was in eighties movies. 
Um, <laughs> I don't think they have a clue that we exist. Yeah. But no matter what, no matter why you're subscribing, whether it's for me and Kevin, Paul and Jeff, some of these other shows, the Power Bomb Shells, we sure appreciate your patronage. And it's only five dollars. What do you got? What else are you gonna do with it? You're gonna get a McDouble at McDonald's. I don't think you no. can get that for five dollars anymore no. because of inflation, because of Tony Khan and his ticket policies. That's so right. we 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 need that money because we're all hurting here. Inflation's killing us. We, That's right. We, listen, we need you to keep Daddy us on the air. Winter is coming. Tickets. Yeah, like this apartment's not cheap. I've got a painting of my of of my deceased dog over my shoulder here that Kevin was talking about earlier. You think that's cheap? You think I can just afford that on a podcaster's salary? We need your help here, and we'd appreciate your help. Check us out, patreon.com slash fightgamemedia. And as always, Patreon, wait, as always, fightgamemedia.com for all the latest in your pro wrestling, boxing, and MMA needs. Passionate promo there. It was falling apart many, many times during that. <laughs> it was it was always just out of my grasp. Yeah. Hopefully, I got the point across. I just unsubscribed and resubscribed. Just like, because of that. That means a lot to me. Yeah. That that means a lot. Okay. What are we what what are we talking about next? I can't even focus now. I'm we looking could, at the uh, notes. I can't even read them now. And that's not about because heat my index. glasses aren't on. Oh, yeah, no, let's go got, over the heat. Well, did you want to talk about the Nick Gage issue? Well, it's it's an interesting thing, and I think we may have mentioned it before, but this weekend, Nick Gage, I believe it's this weekend, Nick Gage is facing AEW champion John Moxley. And this match was booked before John Moxley had any had any notions of being the AEW world champion again. Right. He was going to be on and vacation. It, and listen, Nick Gage is the heart and soul and the pizza cutter of GCW, of Game Changer Pro Wrestling. And if he loses, he has to retire. So I don't think the plan is for Nick Gage to lose, but I also don't think Tony Khan plans on on Nick Gage of the of the murder death kill squad right to beat john moxley this weekend in, in yeah. a pro wrestling match yeah i don't know what's going to happen but to me that kind of uh that helps sell the show to see how they get out of this is um, yeah, it kind of does yeah is somebody from aew going to get involved in this match is uh matt cardona gonna gonna make a new another appearance perhaps trying an to get involved? holy alliance of matt cardona and mjf working together Oh my God, that would be a work of art right there. And by the way, who would have ever who would have ever thought that Zack Ryder's greatest yeah. run in pro wrestling would happen in GCW? Right. It's been phenomenal. He has been phenomenal. the star that nobody ever thought GCW would even have the opportunity to have. And um, it's just been wild. And their pay per views are very cheap. So if you're not a, if you're not horrified by lots of blood, tune in this weekend to see what happens with this match. And is Nick Gage, who's not the best wrestler in the world outside of death matches, no. is he going to beat the AEW, the three-time AEW world champion, yeah. the legend, the ace? That's right, the ace. So that's that's I, gonna that's gonna be something I'm interested in this weekend. I just realized that win or lose on that match, my next dream match is Nick Gage versus Luigi Primo. <laughs> oh my god! Amazing. He's the got natural. the pizza cutter. Luigi's got the pizza. Why right. would that not happen yet? Kevin, you're a brilliant booker. I say this every week. <laughs> um, one last thing. Also, AEW's been uh, doing... I, I hadn't even realized, Kevin. It hadn't even hit me until you put it in the notes here. 
Hmm. AEW has been doing a contract tampering story with yes. Matt Hardy and Private Party as WWE is trying to contact contract yes. tamper with AEW talent. Uh, My God, that's lovely. Yes, as as Jeff Hawkins says, Tony Khan is gotten to. <laughs> oh, he's fully gotten to. He's fully They're gotten to under his skin. Uh. Either way, you make up your own pimple popper MD jokes. Right. So let's get to the heat index. All right. This th- this week we have, of course, your top five as always. The top yep. five storylines or wrestlers happening in AEW. And very often we also have a, an honorable mention. Yeah. This week, the return. The return. Of the dishonorable mention. Return of the dishonorable mention. And I'm I'm very sad about this because last week... This was shocking. This was up high on the uh, on the heat index, but Soraya half of this, and I, I include Soraya and the entire women's division. Yeah, because th- just in one segment, they just made it feel so ugh. So Soraya, 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 not bad. She got cheered when she came out. Yeah, and then I don't know what people were expecting, but they didn't get it at all. They were dead from the second they stopped cheering for her entrance. Yeah. she. Look, I heard everybody talk about what a terrible promo this was. It wasn't a terrible promo. No. It, was it just, just wasn't much of a promo. It was, I'm here. Then they're like, it's Soraya's house. And she's like, yeah, it's my house. <laughs> I'm really nervous. Which, thank God Swerve wasn't here. Thank God he's still recovering right. from the Rolling Loud Festival. Are there? There could have been. Um, there could have been issues. There could have been more bites. Yeah, but that was it. That's that's all she had. She that's had it. nothing more than that. Yeah. Other and than she, and then she. Brought oh, out- I just talked to Tony, which I thought Tony Schiavone. Nope. Yeah. There's a lot nope. of Tonys here. We need to clarify, people. Yeah. Oh, this. I have a boss that listens to me, and he listened to my terrible idea to have yeah. our lumberjill match that we're calling a lumberjack match. Yep. Yep, That's for it. the championship. Why not? Right. Why not? And, yet, and, so, and, and then I'm going to go sit over in this booth and do nothing. Yeah, not involved in any way. Yeah. And at least we finally, at least we saw um, Jamie Hayter for the first time since the pay-per-view where everybody wanted her to win the title. Right. As in They're first time her name. seen her in a she match. the most over person in the segment. Listen, Kevin, all these women are talented women. They're all talented. They wrestlers. all deserve better. Nobody gives a shit about any of them. People care about Jamie Hayter. They uh-huh. care about Britt Baker. Yep. That's it. That's about it. That's all they care about of those women. Mm-hmm. And um, I think people care kind of a little tiny bit about Serena Deeb. But yeah. Tony Storm isn't over at all. Athena isn't over at all. No. Um. Soraya ended her overness as soon as she started talking for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I she can't did even remember things. any of the other did, women here. She did. She did two things. Oh, what, go ahead. Oh no, I just wanted to say one thing. Then there was like a random blonde woman. I didn't know who she was. Then I realized it's the one that Penelope. came in is like the. No, no, not Penelope. Because oh. Penelope had the coon eyes going. Get her raccoon eyes in full effect. <laughs> I know Penelope Ford. I know her in my sleep. Yeah. I didn't know the other random blonde woman who I swore I'd never seen before in my life. And then I realized at the end of the segment, oh, this is the new woman who may or not may not be named Nicole, who is now like an official coach of the division. 
and I haven't seen her since oh, her, oh. like one match. Yeah. Was it Jade? She wrestled yeah. Jade. She had one. She had a match. Yeah. She had two matches. Yeah. So it's great to have the random woman who's been on TV one time in just random street clothes without an entrance. So no one knows who the hell she is. Right. They already don't care about Tony Storm and she's the champion. They care yeah. about Britt. They care about Jamie. Neither of which are going to be the next in the next five champions. And then, by the way, we had a non-over Soraya mm-hmm. say these bullshit words into the microphone. <laughs> she said, I might be misquoting a tiny bit, uh-huh. but it's very close to her actual words. Tony Storm, who's like 10 times better than uh-huh. any woman who's ever held this belt before. Yeah. The greatest champion AEW has had. Yeah, champion. Yeah. Not even women's. Right. Just champion, just period. Anybody. Let's Kenny say Omega, women's. Peshaw. We're saying this woman is better than Hikaru Shida. Yeah. Than yeah. Britt Baker. Right. Than many other women who've held this belt whose names I don't remember at this exact moment, including <laughs> the first one from Japan, who is Riho. very tiny. Riho. Riho. Better, yeah. Who day one, Rio could have walked out there and waved to the crowd. She would have been the most overwhelming. Rio walked out. She, oh yeah, yeah. When Jamie Hader gets five times the pop of Soraya, mm-hmm. of Tony Storm, mm-hmm. you're doing something wrong, people. Right. And by the way, just real quick, Jamie Hader versus Willow Nightingale, one of the best matches of the week. It great, might have been my favorite match wrestlers. of the week. Willow Nightingale is more over than Tony Storm. Willow Nightingale is great. She's great, and she's more over than Tony Storm. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Who, by yeah. the way, I don't think said a word on No, television. she did not. No. she Not a word. She, she gave a weird look when they booed her. When, <laughs> she's, when she said she was the greatest champion that they've had, and the Philadelphia crowd was not having it, and she no. just gave that look that when a babyface looks, and they, why am I getting booed? Yeah, it's it's a problem. I mean, she's basically you talk about sandbagging. She just sandbagged that whole division on the mic. Like she really she, did. She did two things. She came out as the hottest thing and the hottest one of the hottest things on the show. One of the biggest one, news items on the show yeah. and 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 did two things. Number one, basically made it clear that she's not going to be wrestling anytime soon. Yep. And that she has no purpose to serve in that agenda. I mean, in that in that division. And then also made everything about WWE, which is the last thing those audience wants uh-huh. to hear about. Yep. Like, this is not like 1998 with X-Pac, you know, ripping on Eric Bischoff. Like, people are over that. Yeah. People actually like WWE now. That's 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 the hard part. You can't just bash on them. That's that's and the one people piece are I cheer you up on is is the the stuff that people are complaining about. People right now are are not accepting that that's that way anymore. Well, her whole the boss wasn't listening to me. That's Vince. Vince isn't right. there anymore. Right. Exactly. People didn't mind CM Punk. Right. Or Chris Jericho or Moxley bashing on Vince because Vince is a horrible human being. Right, right. I'm sure Triple H isn't the best dude in the world, but he's not quite a ho- someone I'd describe as a horrible human being, and he's putting on wrestling again. He's putting on a good show. So that's the one I literally didn't realize until you said it just now. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's why that doesn't work. 
And so they don't they don't know what to expect from her. You know, like people kind of unfairly compared this to CM Punk coming back. The thing with CM Punk coming back, he did talk a lot when he came back. But one thing he very clearly did was said, I'm coming back. I'm coming back to wrestle. I want to wrestle the young people and I want to see if I still have it. He had a storyline immediately. There was a story and there was a point. And we still don't know why she's here. Is she, and somehow she can book matches or she can't, or is she just like, you know, who knows? I don't know. It's, well, it's super frustrating. If she's not wrestling, I'm going to be super crass right now, Kevin. Okay. I'm going to be more crass than usual. Oh. If she's not wrestling. Yeah. Uh-oh. And she's not that great a talker. Yeah. At least put her in skimpier clothes. Oh, well, that was way less crass than I expected it to be. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, give us something. Give us something. If you're not going to give us her wrestling, if she's not going to point out, hey, I'm right. not wrestling for the next three months. But when I do, when I am wrestling, yeah, it's Britt Baker. I'm coming for you. Right. If you're not giving us anything, at least give us something to look at. Yeah. That's they, super sexist. James comment for the yeah. night. Hey, it's wrestling. You can't escape it's that. Wrestling. No. Um, I, well, I, like last week I thought, if they had, if they had pulled the trigger on Jamie Hader mm-hmm. at the pay per view, and then the following week, Jamie Hader brought out Soraya as being in her corner, mm-hmm. you would have immediately had a role for Soraya because she would have been mentoring. She would have been Jamie Hader's backup mouthpiece and like her rebel, you know. Yep. To even it up, you could have had Britt back at the top of the division by winning the title at the pay-per-view, and you would have had the hottest feud that the women's divisions probably had in ever since yeah. the early days of Tony and uh, I mean uh, of Tony of Thunder Rosa and Britt, mm-hmm. because you would have had and you would have had Jamie Hader as one of the top stars. Now you would have had to sacrifice Tony, but that's not really a big sacrifice at this point. No, Tony and you would have had reboot. a great storyline. You would have had a place for Soraya. She could have been out there talking. Jamie would have been incredibly over. Soraya could have been talking her up in the mic. They could have tied up their UK background, um, you know, as as their bond. And you would have had this instant feud that like actually gives some purpose to the division. And now it's like there's nothing. There's nothing happening. They're all just running around in circles together. I'm Ugh. about to say something, and I'm not joking. Okay. Who's the ROH women's champion right now? Uh, Mercedes Martinez. Oh, that's right. She didn't lose it. Nope. I don't think so. I don't think so. I wonder where she is in this world. Uh, That's a good question. I'm assuming wrestling for impact with Brian Cage or something. I don't know. (laughs) Either way, let's let's move on from there. Yeah. Um, But no, they've got good women. They have a lot of good women. Mm -hmm. They have everything they need for a strong women's division. And they're all there right now. Yeah. They're just completely being misused and mishandled Mm -hmm. to a shocking degree. Mm -hmm. And they weren't. And it wasn't this bad before when people were complaining about the women's division. It was a decent division. But now it's a complete shit show. Yeah. And everything. And it's not that they're not being highlighted enough. It's not just that. Mm -hmm. It's everyone's being misused to Mm -hmm. a terrible degree. and, and, And I don't think. Any, it doesn't look like anything's getting better because Jade Cargill has no one to wrestle. She beat Diamante. Right. 
that top contender. She's lapping. Yeah. And who she's she, lapped her. Division. I was excited. I was excited when I saw she's going to wrestle Nyla Rose. Yeah. The woman who wrestles and loses to every champion. Right. But Nyla's great. Because she's someone. Yeah. She's, and I haven't seen Jade versus someone in a long time. No. Not in a long also, time. like that, Marina or Marina Shafir tried to try to like muscle up to her. Yeah, and even her own people are like pulling. Like, no, yeah, no, don't. This is, no, don't. don't. <laughs> you already beat. You. I like, and I like how part of the buildup is I've already beaten you, and I've already beaten you. So. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. This and that's the best thing they have going in the women's division right now. Also, right. by the way, Britt Baker's putting together a pretty good squad here. A pretty solid squad with the addition. Did I tell of you? Serena did I Deeb. tell you my idea for her for the Britt Baker Serena Deeb no. tag team? Britt Baker and Serena Deeb. You have the dentist and the professor, and their tag team should be called the Practice. That's great. I'm all in on that. I love. I love your booking ideas. I would watch. I, listen, if you had a federation completely comprised of GI Joes and you videoed <laughs> it on YouTube. I would want, I would be a subscriber. I'd subscribe to the Patreon, oh. like top tier. You should have known me when I was in like seventh grade then. Oh my God. We both had That's exactly what I did. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I, I, I'm sure I've said this before, but every Friday I would borrow my mom's type, type, her typewriter. Mm-hmm. And I would print up my top 10 to kick off the weekend's matches yep. that were going to happen on the floor under the air conditioner with all my GI shows. But yeah, I would have subscribed to yours. My friend. So um, what I was saying was Brits put together a pretty good group. I really like her group right now, even though they've got nothing to do. And and just the, the face squad they're facing off against was just whoever was not injured in the back. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like hey, this girl gone. whose name no one remembers. Do you know her name? Do you Madison remember her name? name? I thought her name was Nicole something. Okay. You're better than me. Maybe You're it's better human. I don't know. Listen, everyone listening to this knows I had to Kevin Ely is a better forgot. human being than me. Yeah, no, I had no, no clue. I just had Google. So Madison Rain, um, Sky Blue, who I love. I really like Sky Blue. Yeah. But she is an elevation person up until now. But, hey, she's got the contract. Mm-hmm. Push her forward. Athena, who is dead in the water. Dead in the water. Tony Storm, who's dead in the water. And the world champion, the greatest champion in the history of all league right. wrestling, right. if not pro wrestling itself. Yes. By the way, RIP to the GOAT, Antonio Inoki. Yes. Um, and as far as I remember, that was the whole crew. Like, it was just, it Pretty seemed much. like the most random group of, of just, hey, let's shake out a bag and grab up these slices of white bread to hit the <laughs> ground and throw them together in a group. Yeah. Face some actual, right. actual interest. Like they're beignets. Oh, my God. Just, you know what? They're beignets with no powdered sugar. That's exactly what <laughs> that's they exa- are. That's a really good they're analogy. They're beignets actually. that have sat out for a few days. There's no yeah. powder. There's mm. nothing. Yeah. And that's no who good. they're putting against these actually interesting women. So, yep. Say, All right. Real, no, real quick trivia note. Madison Rain, her real name is Ashley Nicole Lomberger. So are you, you serious? I'm serious. You got the Nicole Somehow I knew right. the Nicole... And I actually asked out a girl today on a date who said yes, named Ashley Nicole. Wow. That is That's a weird. Sign. It's also like a weird. psychic. You just did us like a psychic reading. I'm, I'm sensing a Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. That might her be one of the whole Her name is Madison. Are you sure there's not a Nicole? Yeah. It's a, it's a whole thing. Uh, you know, I've got a story I'll share with you after the show about my okay. experience in paranormal psychology at Louisiana Tech University. Oh, that's fantastic. We are 50 minutes into this show. Okay. 
and we're on dishonorable mention. I we're thought on. this was going to go fast. I had That's no right. idea the rants I had stored up for the week. I well, had it gets no better. Energy. It gets better because we're getting into the better stuff now. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. When you watch AEW this week, just remember it gets better. It gets better. That's number five, slogan. number five, Hangman Page, in a Dolly Parton shirt, in a Dolly Parton shirt with flowers on his jeans, my friend. Were the flowers back? They well, they were butterflies before, but now they're flowers to match okay. the Dolly, the Dolly I, shirt. I think I like the flowers better than the butterflies because I wasn't horribly offended. Also, his new, his new like retro buckshot lariat yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Look, man, I can't pull off a yellow shirt. No, I can't. I am no. way too rounded, but uh, my God, I want that shirt. That's a so great bad. shirt. Yeah, that's a that's great, a fantastic shirt. shirt. Also want that Dolly shirt. Yeah, the Dolly shirt was great, too. Couldn't pull off either. No. Or and flowers Hangman on the Page pants. is an interesting thing going on. He's got this weird. Uh, he's got this weird kind of Pete Davidson thing where like the guys don't quite get it. And the women are like, no, it's totally crazy for the cowboy in the Dolly Parton shirt. It's weird for me that the guys don't get it. That's very strange. I don't know. But he is. Listen, I think people are forgetting the millennial and anxious millennial cowboy. Yeah. Is a new type of cowboy. Yeah. More sensitive. Cowboy. He's in touch with his feelings. Yeah. The man drives an electric vehicle. Right. With horns on the front. With horns. <laughs> yeah. That's a man that wears Dolly Parton shirts. Right. Again. Yeah. Butterflies a little too far, but I'm yeah. good with everything. else. Okay. Draw the line. Flowers. Okay. Butterflies a little too far. It's, it's very strange for me though that he you you go from he goes from world champion mm-hmm. to just a semi top guy yeah hanging out doing stuff right I like him as a as a guy hanging out doing stuff and I like the crew he's with but um you feel even though he he does have this this title match coming up man he's not winning that match everybody knows he's not winning that match right it's just uh even he knows because in the promo when they did the thing where he's like well if there's one thing i can count on the fans are always going to be behind me and then they say you know the match is happening in moxie's hometown right he goes oh shit (laughs) that's right i literally my tv cut out as he said that word for like a split (laughs) second just so i didn't hear that he said oh shit i love that they believed it but it was it was it was Pretty great, and it's the kind of thing that I that I really like about him. Yeah, but also makes it hard to make him like your Stone Cold. You know, That's true. Yeah, because and he's so, the guy that you know. I wouldn't mind it if somehow some at some point he gets really pissed off, and they do try and make him their Stone Cold. I'd really like it. Well, but it when also, he tried that, it all led to CM Punk going off. <laughs> you know, uh, so that. You saying that name of Pepsi Man? Oh, sorry. Just took all the spirit out of my soul. Like it depressed me. <laughs> sorry. It, it, it absolutely depressed. My took God, even I worse than you. the fifty minutes of complaining. Yeah, I don't know if I have any more complaining left in me outside of complaining about sorry. Biscuit Boy. Yeah, or whatever his name is. Pepsi Man. Sorry. Back to back to Hangman or whatever number four is. Yeah. So anyway, Hangman. But felt like a pretty big deal between Rampage yeah. and, and this. I liked them ending with him on Rampage. He felt like a deal. I don't want to felt say like a, a big deal. deal. Yeah. But he was one of the biggest deals this week, in yeah. which there weren't that many big the low deals. Bar there were a few, week. though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on. Number four, I got the Acclaimed. They're still super over. Everybody Everyone loves still them. loves the Acclaimed. I um, mean, yeah. apparently they people love them so much, we've, we've been declared a national scissoring day. 
Right. This has been a national holiday. Next Wednesday. I can't wait. Oh, uh, talk about the Today Show thing. That's that was really really cool and a, and also that was what was a big deal. Yeah the uh, the Today Show was so Today Show published an article on their website and they tweeted it out on their Twitter account. It's like Best place to tweet deal. things, right? Is to do it on Twitter. But um, uh, an article basically about Bowens um, being the. Um, first uh gay champion outward mm-hmm. out, out outwardly out out yes outward outstandingly gay there you go. what i was about to say uh, he is an outstanding he is outstandingly gay, gay. yeah um <laughs> he is also an outstanding champion yes uh but just it, it was basically not a big deal as far as what they are it was basically just sharing his tweet and a post-match video that AEW shared where he spoke from his heart and um just gave a really great speech about like you know, when I started this business, I didn't think the business had room for people like me, um, you know, but here I am, you know, as a champion representing this company and letting you know that like even, it, you know, it's not about being gay. It's not about whatever, but it's just about if you're not fitting in the norm, don't let it stop you. Just a really nice, honest thing. And then um, they pulled from a couple other different interview things like that. And it was just really nice, big time mainstream exposure for them. It wasn't on the TV show or anything, but, um, you know, it was cool to see AEW get shown up in that way that, you know, that's the kind of stuff that when they first started as a company, you thought you'd see a lot of, you know, yeah. so it was cool to see that kind of finally come to fruition. And I, I think the, everybody loves the acclaim for a number of reasons. Number one, mm-hmm. they're great. They're just great yeah. personalities and they're very good wrestlers. And also they're homegrown. They're AEW originals. Right. And, and at, in every sense of the word. But when we talk about this article, it brings me back to how, how many times everyone else has done this wrong. For instance, the UFC had Amanda Nunez, who's yeah. one, maybe the greatest female champion of all time. Yeah. Definitely the greatest at 135 mm-hmm. in history. She wins the champion championship in dominant fashion. Mm-hmm. She's crushing people. She basically ru- ended Misha Tate finally ended Ronda Rousey for good. And they never did anything like this with her. There were never any interviews about her being the first, like, mm-hmm. outwardly gay UFC champion. There was never anything like right. this. And um, and I think there's there's absolutely a lot of, of, of gay uh, of there's a lot of gay athletes in the UFC, but you don't see anybody celebrating it and talking about it and being married to a woman. And the UFC never did anything with it. And I thought yeah. that was a big mistake and kind of they never they never really put any promotional weight behind Amanda Nunes. And um, it's nice to see the acclaimed. The acclaimed did this before Anthony Bowens was a champion, before he was at that level so that when it did happen, yeah, it could get this exposure on the Today Show. Right. right. And uh, I think that's good for wrestling. I think that's good for, for his community. I think it's good overall. And again, great for AEW in general. One uh, great quote that uh, builds on what we've been talking about right before we got into this was um, one of the things he said was uh, it doesn't have to be about your sexuality. It could be if you're depressed, if you're bullied, if life just yeah. sucks, just know that it gets better. So he's got the new AW catchphrase in there. That's right. It gets the better. Boom. Catchphrase. As yeah. Well. Does it, though? I mean, let's say yes. No. Let's just well, say. Let's hope. Why not? Um, by the way, since we get, we talk about my dog trying to wrap us up a lot, mm-hmm. 
And we've also talked a lot about how much she's spoiled and she eats rotisserie chicken every day. Mm-hmm. She's currently trying to wrap me up, Kevin. She's okay. currently eating her rocks and staring yep. me down, meeting me yes, at eye. Making you feel guilty. I'm offering her rotisserie chicken as we speak. I muted my mic to pop open the rotisserie chicken. She's not interested. No. No. She needs something better. She needs no something better. better. Thank God I just bought an air fryer so I can just toss something in. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to air fry. Just toss that eat. chicken in there. Yeah. My God, I just need to keep a, an emergency steak around to throw in for this dog. That's how spoiled this dog is. Oh, Back to the show, everybody. Back to the and show. Number three. Number the three. This might yeah. have been the hottest thing on AEW this week in my I, You know, I, I thought about putting it up there, but uh, Wheeler right. Yuta. Wheeler Yuta. Where did this guy come from? Wheeler Yuta. I okay. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Either okay. Uta came into his own this week on AEW. Yep. He cut a really he cut the best promo of his career. Yeah, by far. And and that was the one thing that was missing. And I like that MJF straight up said, and he's also backed it up on his uh, Twitter this week. Yes. By showing that he's like, I've been wrestling Wheeler Yuta up and down, like throughout yeah. America right. for the better part of a decade. And that he shared a quote about Wheeler Yuta kicking his door in in 2004. Yes. Yeah. Half How naked. Many years ago is that, Kevin? Half Eight. naked. Eight. Well, 18. 18 years ago. Yeah. Almost 20 years ago, these men were wrestling together and he was wanting him to watch. Um, Viscera matches. matches. Viscera. Viscera matches. Yeah. That's right. These men, two of the best wrestlers in AEW right now. Yes. We now know, inspired almost exclusively by, by one of the one of the legends of WWE, Viscera. I hope but, we see I hope we see like how uh how uh, you know Dax Harwood is doing all those Bret Hart matches that maybe we'll see when they next week when they wrestle, we'll see some 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 choice call outs. Oh, we need viscera. Is viscera still alive? I really no. He's he has passed. Okay, because I was about to say viscera should walk out with MJF, but now I'm glad I didn't say that. (laughs) That I probably shouldn't have brought that up afterwards. But um, I like we we kind of expect MJF is going to be the champion sometime in probably Mm -hmm. in 2023, maybe as early as November. Mm -hmm. And I like that he's he's one of the last things he's doing before then is is helping get Wheeler Yuta over. Yeah, and um, Wheeler, you just come further, quicker than I ever would have ex- imagined, mm-hmm. and uh, and I just really like where this is going, and I'm I'm glad it's happening, and also I really liked Wheeler, um, surprising him later in the skybox yes. and beating the shit out of that man. That to me was one of the best parts of that of the whole show because it did one of the things that we've always been wanting them to do, which was have the show be like an event that happens over time where people don't just disappear when their segments over. Yeah. You know, yeah. that like this, that he's going to cut the promo on him and then, but he's not just going away, you know? And yeah. so if, if MJF's going to mouth off, then he's going to show up. And so it was just a great, I thought it was a great follow up. I thought the way they shot it was spectacular. Yeah. How he just sort of peered behind him and the crowd was already ready for it. And see, you know, yeah, this is the type of thing that generally AEW has a number of these type things happen per show. Mm-hmm. This week, there these were there. There just weren't enough of them compared to the flops. There were a lot of flops on the show compared right. to usual, and 
a lot of it, I, I think a different crowd, this could have been a completely different show. Yeah. Um, but again, it's up to the wrestlers to get get the crowd into it, and they didn't do it this week. Yeah. Yeah, and Wheeler did. And part of it is kind of a hometown Wheeler boy. But, did. Yeah. But and uh, our number two did as well. Yeah, MJF. He was the center of the tension. He's the center of gravity. Straw um, that stirs the drink, that man. He is the straw that stirs the drink, yep. And the thing that I was really happy about this week was that Philly treated him like a bad guy. And, yeah. And that he didn't, he didn't, I don't, I don't recall him getting an MJF chant. I think he pretty much was just the way he should be just a straight up heel. Right. Um, and it was great. You know, he's, he's really becoming, you know, we were a little worried when he first came back that he was just kind of doing the same old act and he really hasn't changed that much, but he is getting to that thing where you're like, okay, this is the new Roddy Piper. Yeah. I so think yeah, it's better. Oh man. Let's do think he's better. And I'm uh, willing to say that that's on, a hot take on a national podcast. Yeah. Clearly listened to by dozens of people around the globe. Yes. If not a hundred. So <laughs> number one, number one, the world champion that's of right. ROH. That's Oh, Chris Jericho. Oh, I didn't. The number didn't one star. Realize. The number one star in AEW. The center, the 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 most important person wearing the most important title. The, ring the most important, title. most important outfits, clearly, because he gets new ones every week. That's true. I did like those matching purple suits. That was pretty. I nice. got. I, I do love the color purple. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Not the movie. I haven't seen the movie actually, but uh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll watch that this week. Yeah. No, the matching suits was pretty great. I love it when they I love I love it when they do that. You know I loved when they did the white ones at Double yeah. or Nothing. Uh-huh. Number one, uh it was a great homage, but number two, it was perfect for the blood. It was great. Yeah. Right. Um and I liked the purple here. I liked I liked the whole team aspect. I love how obnoxious they are, and that helps with the obnoxiousness, which they want. Little little trivia I picked up uh, in this week's Wrestling Observer was that um, um, Jake Hager was actually the person who suggested that they do the matching purple suits this week, and really? that he couldn't take part in it because he was in Florida because of the hurricane. Oh, uh, so, I wondered why he wasn't there. Too that bad for sense. Jake; he didn't get to didn't get to take part in his own idea. But I hope that he got to live vicariously through them. And I, you and think by the way. Luigi? Well, I didn't get to see oh, you much didn't get of to Luigi. See, yeah. My first four minutes were cut off, so I just saw Luigi uh, yeah. expired on the. On he didn't the, do on all the match, mat. so you didn't get to see the bit with uh, Daniel Garcia in the hat. I didn't. No. Okay, I'll describe. Oh wait, so, I did. Yeah. Okay, I did see him, Chris. Yeah, Chris put the hat on him. Yeah, and uh, and it was he, a bucket he, like, hat, not a candle. Yeah. Right. So he decided to take it out on Luigi. Uh. It was odd. You know, I, I we talked about Luigi being like, you got a pretty short shelf life with this dude. You may as well take advantage of it while people are into yeah. him. Um, it was kind of weird having him out there the entire time. Like he's spinning the pizza and, you know, he at least should have had a purple apron or something. But um, it really set up well, though, the idea that like, hey, we're going to have a pizza party. Yeah. And just setting up Matt Menard denying the people the pizza. <laughs> You know, in the way that only he can. I got to tell you, when Daniel Garcia threw the pizza out. Yeah. 
I wondered, I, I said to myself, I don't think there's a pizza in that box. And that really upsets me. If you're going to have pizza boxes up there, there should actually be pizzas. In them. And uh, there might have actually been one. It did not look like there was the, some of them were eating a, some pizza. Take on Taya uh, Taymela. Oh, was she was she was she crushing was, that pizza. Yeah, she was. <laughs> that <laughs> woman hadn't eaten in a while. Like I did notice that. Like I didn't see a yeah. lot of that. Sag- like there are parts right. I missed. I saw that she was, and I appreciated sure. it. I would have loved it if it had been like the Breaking Bad pizza that's not sliced. <laughs> they pass. She just has a giant pizza. In her just hand. the giant pizza. You know that story of how they why yeah. the pizza wasn't sliced and that yeah. they wrote it into the show. I loved it. I love it. Pass the savings on to you. That's right. Don't slice it. That's brilliant. So, that's brilliant writing. A, it absolutely is brilliant writing. But um, so I really liked what I saw of this segment. Mm-hmm. I really liked Daniel Garcia in this segment. Yeah. However. Yeah, I know. We're- I'm in the minority about something else. Okay. I did not like the Bandito match. Oh, really? Okay. Specifically, the early parts of that match, because uh-huh. number one, Chris Jericho messed up a lot of moves early on. He, a lot. We, we talked about last week. He just he just can't keep up with a guy like that. No, and then then Bandito lifted him into the air for ten seconds. Yes, in thirty seconds, then a yes. full minute. Yes, in which the sheer act of lifting Chris Jericho into the air. So discombobulated Chris Jericho. So bamboozled the man's yeah. senses. Right. The senses of the wizard <clears throat> that he couldn't even move a single leg to break out of this move. No. For a full minute, there was nothing he could do. It was I didn't like know a, Bandito like a, had such magical powers. It was like a combination. I'm sure there was some sort of nerve hold he was applying to the uh, brainstem Obviously. To, to disable him while he held him there. Were this yeah. Bandito versus John Silver, I would have loved this move. Yeah. But not against the man who is bigger than the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Right. Right. That bothered me. And so the 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 Chris Jericho mm-hmm. mess ups mm-hmm. along with that kind of took me out of it. And I didn't enjoy it as much as I would have. I would like to have seen what caused all the blood under Bandito's mask. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty sure he got kicked square in the nose. That would by explain a that. Boot. By the way, real quick, when the John Silver match versus uh, was it was he was it Roosh he was wrestling? Yes. Uh-huh. When that match was over and the brawl started, mm-hmm. and Hangman Page runs out. And someone tries to clothesline him, and he ducks under. He put a he put his boot so firmly in the face of the blade. <laughs> I left the one time I popped the whole show. I left yeah. the couch over how thoroughly he destroyed the blade's <laughs> face. Somehow the man, I think, was, I was, yeah. Somehow there was no. Somehow his face didn't just explode. Yeah. It was an awesome kick to the face, though. Yeah, he was Back probably wearing real Jared. cowboy boots too. Apparently, yeah, I think so. Maybe there were butterflies uh, on the bottom or flowers. That would have been awesome if they had done the if they had some of that AR stuff that uh, yeah. WWE does with like Matt yeah. Riddle, where like it kicked him in the face and butterflies just fly out <laughs> from the blades. Oh, if only Loaded Dolly head. Parton's would have flown out. My yes. God, but yeah. Um, so yeah, like look, Chris Jericho is holding things together. He is, and 
He's doing a great. He's doing the best he can at it. I'm really ready for other people to get back to take some of the pressure off of him because yeah. he is doing literally everything he can. And sometimes you get matches where they they should be better. Like they, they should be better matches. Again, as good as that, like I'm sure a lot of people really like that match. Kitty Omega versus Bandito would have been a whole other matter. Yes, just saying. I yeah, I was I, I'm kind of with you. I wasn't all that into it, but again, some of it was just feeling out of I sorts think, this week with the show. And, al- and also, it's it was clearly I think universally considered an off show. Yeah, this was one of the better matches, even though there were mm-hmm. lots of mistakes early on. It, mm-hmm. was, it wasn't a terrible match. So, what do you think of this? Um, thing of him doing the ring of Jericho where he's going to destroy the legacy of ROH and calling out all the past champions. And I like you know, it. I mean, it's, it's like, I like it, but not as the main angle on AEW. So it shouldn't be this, the main angle on AEW. I yeah. really hope they get TV announced soon because we need to get back to AEW and AEW. And I think AEW suffering because of it. I yes. like the fact he's going to be wrestling in my brain. I like the fact he'll be wrestling all these past champions. Can he yeah. keep up with any of them? No. The answer is no. Some of them Although might be I, good. I think he can have a really good match with Samoa Joe. Yes. I and I actually think that's one of the places he's going because we've talked about before yeah. how Jericho always talks about what a fan he is of Samoa Joe. So I've got to think he's got he's he has the power to say, I want to wrestle that guy. And it happens. Yeah, but, Samoa Joe can have a good one with him. Um, yeah. Claudio can have a really good one with him. It's the really fast ones like Vandita right. where he's they need to adjust to his style, not the other way around. But we've got so we've got Chris, you know, Christopher Daniels is a past champion. They could put him in with Dalton Castles out there. Uh, Roosh Who also shows up unannounced every now and then. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jay Lethal would probably have a really good match with him. Oh, and yeah, then, sure. Uh, and then um, Adam Cole is a past Ring of Honor champion that who we've never true. seen against Chris Jericho. And I bet they could probably do something pretty good. I am really concerned for Adam Cole right oh, now. Oh, me too. Actually, like, yeah. he has now been out months with this concussion. Months. Mm-hmm. That's really concerning. And um, yeah, real nervous for him. Um, let's see. A lot of interesting things. So remember, you remember last week, Kevin, mm-hmm. when Eddie Kingston faced off yes. against Sammy Guevara. Yes. And Eddie Kingston won the match, but then lost the match because he didn't release a hold immediately. Yep. Well, that was some hot garbage because this <laughs> week, I believe it was Lee Moriarty that didn't release the hold. It was Lee Moriarty. Soul, yes. Right. And then the rest of the, the empire or whatever the firm come yes. in and start murdering um, Fuego. And nobody. And, and you know what they did, Kevin? Neither Nothing. Jack nor shit, my friend. Nope, neither. Nothing. Not a GD thing was done. Um, so that angle lasted exactly 30 mm-hmm. seconds. The yep. time they needed for Eddie Kingston to lose a match because it, he is contractually obligated to lose every match in his AEW career. Yep. Love. <sighs> yeah, that was that was annoying. I'm glad you noticed that as well. I, I did. I was worried I was the only one in America. Well, I also even thought about it after uh, in the Rush John Silver match because, um, you know, Silver gets jumped. The whole thing happened. You know, it's like if you're going to talk about beating guys after the match is over. Oh, yeah. You can not shoot just about guys racing long, a hold. As long as the bell hadn't rung, you can shoot a man in the face. Yeah. So what Eddie Kingston should have done is release the hold 
and then like pull out like a two by four and then destroy him. He would have been fine. I mean, take a nail gun to him. Who cares? Match is over. It's official. Yep. That it, it is. Things like that are what erode people's confidence in AEW in being mm-hmm. what they promised they would be. And it's little tiny mistakes like that they keep making over and over and over. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do about this. I don't know. Clearly, Saraya needs to have a talk with Tony. Because <laughs> she, she might can be get the only one done. with the power. She's the only she can one that get can things get things done. done. You're right. Okay. Yep. By the way, really liked. I really. Let me see. Let me go back. Let me see what I really liked this week. Um, I liked Hook beating the crap out of Ryan Nemeth. That was great. That was great. And then um, the Applebee's crew left a love note for him, and he just kind of picked it up and left. Yeah. It wasn't like he didn't necessarily ignore it, which I think they wanted They wanted this to look like he's too cool to address it. He right. wasn't too cool to pick it up. He shouldn't nope. have picked it up. Or they somebody should have put it in his pocket. It just looked like okay, cool. I left my wallet, and you put it in a in an envelope for me. They should have. They should have put it. the Thanks, note, guys. They should have put the note on like a bag of chips, something. And then exactly, he would at least have been like had bait to lure I, him. I get where they were going. I didn't like it. I don't like this. I mean, okay, I get you've got to distract Hook for the next five to six years, where you can make him your world champion, <laughs> right? But. <laughs> I don't, this crew this is really, the same stuff they were doing with Stokely. It's just yeah. this, this, you know, what does it all mean thing that they do. They and these it's guys not when intriguing you, after a while. These guys are who you go to now when you've already faced QT and right. his crew. Right. Simple as that. By the way, is Anthony Agogo still alive? I've had to ask this about a number of people. I think tonight. he's out there somewhere. Yeah. Because at one point he was injured. I don't believe he's injured any longer. Um, and he also beat Cody Rhodes. Wait, did he? No, Cody ended up beating him. Cody beat him, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think Cody should have beat him. Either way, let's let's abandon that right now. I I will look for. I will say this. I am looking forward when to when we get to see Hook and uh, Parker Boudreaux. That, that 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 would be fun. That has to be what comes of this. I do want to see that, and. Uh, I get the whole WWE thing. I don't look at Parker Boudreaux as a WWE guy. I don't think he ever once made TV. Maybe on NXT, but I don't. He was think on NXT, so. but he barely wrestled. Like barely. He was in yeah. such a different gimmick that it almost yeah. is like yeah. To me, he's a trainee that they didn't think could pan out. Right. We're going to see if he can pan out in AEW, and I'm invested in that. I'm invested in seeing if he can be the next Ty, Ty Conti. Yep. Um, let's see. The Ass Boys are the Top Guns now. Cool. Um. By the way, really like Lee Moriarty's entrance video and his mm-hmm. mask. Mm-hmm. It feels very LSU Tigers. I don't think that's the only reason I like it, but I like it. And then he takes it off, and I'm like, oh, it's sleeping. <laughs> okay. No, he's got green hair. Great. Good wrestler. Like, okay. He is good. Um, yeah. Andrade still, uh, still trying to work the Dark Order. Yep. That's a thing that's happening. Oh yeah, so Ryan. man, next week. Well, I guess we can talk about that in the when we yeah. talk about next week. But why not? Let's see. Okay, so anybody, Ricky Starks versus a guy again. Sure, could have been Peter Avalon. It wasn't. It was Eli Eason, who apparently was a ROH guy. I don't know. Possibly, who knows? I literally fast forwarded through this when I saw it all. I saw it in fast motion. It had a great, had a fantastic pin. 
by Ricky Starks where he just uh, like like we talk about how Ricky Starks is hilarious because he does big man moves. Yeah. Like he basically straight up did a viscera finishing move. He Who was doing knew? the fist. The Can viscera we just name drop. tonight's episode viscera? Can we yeah. just do that? It's the vi- viscera memorial episode. Have you ever seen the up, up, down, down episode where they all were playing uh, no mercy on Nintendo 64 and they did a four way match and all of them were viscera. No, but clearly I pretty need great. to now. It was pretty clearly great. Clearly I need to now. Um, okay. Take us from here. Where are we going next? Guess what's coming up uh, this week? Um, so we got the we already went through the the eight things that they've announced for Dynamite this week. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Danielson and Garcia versus Jericho and Guevara. Really looking yes. forward to that. Do you think there'll be a Horseman beatdown? Like, I you think, think this man. is where Garcia turns on him, or do you think they're going to really go all the way with Garcia leaving? I think that. That's hard to say. I think they're going to go all the way, but this feels early considering yeah. it's AEW. It feels like the right time, mm-hmm. but AEW is always going to wait till about three months after. So we'll see. MGF versus Wheeler Yuta. Crazy excited for that That's one. That's going to be fun. I think it's going to be really um, good. This women's match makes me want to die. <laughs> um, excited for National Scissoring Day. Yeah. Luchasaurus is going to wrestle somebody lower somebody. on the card than Eli yeah. Isom. Unfortunately, um, Darby, Darby versus, versus Jay, Jay should be pretty good. good. That should yeah. be good. Um, you know, here's the thing that bothers me with Jay Lethal now. And it's kind of like, it's kind of why I wasn't crazy excited they signed him. Mm-hmm. He's a great wrestler. And of course, he's going to be good. But he's not a future champion in AEW. Maybe in ROH, but probably not because he's mm-hmm. close yeah. to the end of his career than the beginning. And that's why I'm not getting crazy excited because I know this is going to be a good match, but it's not really. Yeah building to anything i don't think because i yeah. feel like it's a real shame because he's still so good like every yeah. time i watch a match with him i'm like gosh he is so good yeah he is so good by the way this next match brian cage versus wardlow yeah number one i'm great to see that wardlow's still alive that's right. exciting and, the and number two that, still a thing it's great to know that brian cage was on a on elevation and earned his his shot <laughs> at the tnt title right Legitimately, with one win, with one win in the last twenty-four months. Right. Yeah, good That's for him. Exciting. Come that back will of the be, year. I mean, that should be a really good match. Should be short. I'm imagining. I'm imagining he probably loses, and they do something to have Joe come out and keep up this Joe tag team or thing. Yeah, maybe Cage's ROH crew comes out because he's got yeah. a. Pretty solid the, crew that used Nana. to be managed by Tully Blanchard. That's right. Um, all right. We've got uh, on Rampage, we've got 10 versus Andrade, Mask versus AEW Career. Yeah. So Playing we're off finally, the rumors of the releases. I guess that's what this is. I'm excited we're finally going to see the face of 10. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen it before, and I think it's underwhelming. That sounds really watched, mean. He's a handsome guy. If you've watched... Uh, if you've ever watched, uh, if you ever watched Rose to the Top, he was on there a lot without his mask. Okay, I've seen uh, two. Ep- I saw the first two episodes. He's just a young blonde dude. Mm, I know. gotcha. Well, yeah. who we're about to see on national TV because Andrade is not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, see if he becomes right. Andrade's Luchasaurus. <laughs> Let's see. We've got a uh, we got Battle of the Belts coming up. 
I am right. going to be the only person in fight game media really excited about Pack versus Trent Beretta. That's I'm right. the only one that thinks Trent Beretta is a good wrestler. Yeah. I think he's a real good wrestler, people. And you're going to see it versus Pack. He's going to yeah. do a little too much more comedy than he needs to yep. because he, he owes it to his best friend, Chuck Taylor. That's right. Yeah. By the way, I really liked the threatening nature this week of the brief best friends interview segment. Well, not even an interview segment. Yeah. Where they're just, you know, they got their boys back. You heard Orange Cassidy. We're going to hurt you. Right. But, you know, in the ring. Where he had Sue's rule. He said, you know, my mom. Well, you saw a little glimpse of Sue in the video package, too, of her giving the finger to someone outside her van. I totally missed that. I yeah, didn't it was see like that. one shot. It was just Sue's hand outside of uh, sticking out of the minivan with uh, giving somebody the finger from like some previous match. Between and, Sue uh, and Yano, Chaos is the greatest yeah. group pro wrestling right. ever seen. <laughs> and then Trent said that his mom always told him, don't ever hit a man in the head with a hammer. You broke one of Sue's rules. So we're going <laughs> to we're going to we're going to take it out on you. That's and a any, good mom right there. Anytime oh, they invoke Sue is a happy moment. Friend of the podcast. Sue. I hope that's the, that's right. I hope that was the last thing she said to him when she dropped him off for college. Right. In that minivan. Right. Oh, man. Then October 18th. That is yep. two weeks from now, I believe. Yep. Hangman Page was John Moxley in Cincinnati. I want to be more. I'm excited. I'm kind of excited about this. It's going to be a good match. It'll be a good I match. Wish. It's just to get so wild that they put like a really popular person against yeah. Moxley instead of a really hated person. Yeah. And and all it's just we. I wish I didn't know who was going to win this. I wish yeah. it was actually I wish in my brain there was a one percent chance Hangman was going to win. this. Yeah. But there's not. There's not. It's not 10 percent. It's not. There's zero percent chance. Uh, Adam Page wins this match, mm-hmm. and I wish, I wish I was a little more unsure. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. So, what do you have for should have been on Dynamite this week? Because I I love this segment's back because we both have one. I did. I kind of already mentioned both um, for mine. One was uh, go check out that um, uh, acclaimed post match promo from All Out. I don't believe they showed it on any TV. Um, if you search for like, um, Anthony Bowens today, it'll probably come up, uh, or just look on his Twitter. Cause I think it was, I think he might've posted it or, or AEW might've posted it, but it's just really great post-match interview. The kind of things they need to be putting on dynamite the week after a pay-per-view. Exactly. They're not putting it on dynamite. And And of course, yeah. The FTR Aussie open match. That sounds like it was awesome. And, um, you know, many, many people, that were there proclaiming it. It probably won't be shown anywhere for several weeks. Apparently yeah. it's going to be on new Japan world, but not until they, uh, um, post record the commentary. So it'll probably be like four weeks before it's actually put up, but right. So it'll be there, but man, if they're not going to use them, I mean, like what's the point of having all these belts and these guys, if you're not talking about defending all over the world, you know, we got 30, 37 belts in AW right now. Nobody's right. defending them. That 100% should have been on Dynamite. Yeah. Um, so I've got two things as well. The first that I think should have been on Dynamite, FTR. Yep. Just That's the end general. of that. Just yep. FTR. And number two from Elevation that came out uh, Monday. Look, I love that AEW has the forbidden door going on with all these mm-hmm. different companies. Mm-hmm. And I'm always excited when I'm unexpectedly going to get a legend of New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
And we had a legend of the Wrestle Kingdom Rambo today on AEW, Dark Elevation. The man himself, the head of the New Japan LA Dojo, Mr. Cheese Burger, taking on the Murder Hawk monster, Lance Archer. Wow. Um, <laughs> really? That, really? That's right. <laughs> wow. That happened. It was short, it was beautiful. And I wish it was on Dynamite. Was it in Philadelphia? So was it when they were taping the Philadelphia show? I don't think so, because the crowd seemed into it. The crowd seemed into it. Yeah. At one point, she, Mr. Mister Burger yes. had a, a rear naked choke on the Murder Hawk monster. And what did Lance Archer do? He climbed up to the top rope and raised his hands in victory without even attempting to break this move. <laughs> And okay. then very, very right. casually removed the cheeseburger from, from around his neck. All right. Well, I'm watching um, that after this. I believe I just described 70% of that match to you. Yeah. I enjoyed it very much. Sounds um, fantastic. Man, I really thought this was going to be a short show, and I was correct. We came in at an hour and 24 minutes. Nice. Um, Kevin, what's your week looking like? Have anything fun, fun happening this week, or is it just back to the – Back to the grind. That's back to the grind, I think. I don't think I have anything planned. My grind starts tomorrow morning. Yeah. It's a big week for it's a big week for On Patrol Live. For the two of you that listen to this podcast that are on On Patrol Live, as soon as you're done listening to this on Tuesday, go to Twitter. We got some big news coming for you later today. Oh, nice. Yeah. Big news. All right, from me, James McDaniel, at Peppermint Fatty, everywhere on social media. By the way, I need four more followers on TikTok, just four, to be able to go live to do TikTok lives, which might be something I'd like to do. So if four, if the four of you subscribed, if the four of you listening would go follow me, I'd sure appreciate it. From me, from Kevin Neely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, um, thank you for tuning in. We hope to see you back here again next Tuesday. Have a great week, everybody.